you are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 14th of October. A preseason display by the Jazz in New Orleans that will break down on another level. That's coming up. Plus, well, more, but I don't have any idea how long that first thing's going to take. So let's see. It's coming up on Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better for you to be a Jazz fan each and every day during the season. Thanks so much. For tuning in, got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I want to thank everybody who continues to give us the iTunes five stars. Uh, We set a silly goal just because I guess my ego needed some sort of boost and make me feel better. I have no idea why we set this, and I'm not a big guy who wants to, like, get into ratings and all those kind of things. But our goal is to have 1,000 five-star reviews, and we're at 979. Uh Thank you and hello to Aceman86, who says he listens on his commute every day. Love the interview with Mike Conley. And to Austin Hafen, who says he drives to work every day. It's part of his daily routine. Thanks, you guys, very much. Appreciate it. All you have to do is get in your car, tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of podcast Locked on Jazz. All right, so the Jazz played the Pelicans on Friday. We have the Kings tonight, uh, and I want to dig into that. Uh, according to Twitter, I'm totally accurate, I'm certain, uh, Mia One and Dante Axum were playing a two-on-two game yesterday after practice. I will be honest, I did not go to practice yesterday. I spent the day hiking with my family in the colors and trying to reconnect with them a little bit. We had not been together for like 14 days, so it was kind of cool. Uh, but I did not go, and I guess they got uh, there was a hard foul, according to the reports, and Dante stormed off. Um, my part of this story is that Dante's playing two-on-two. So that's a big step. The next step is Dante goes to three on three, then Dante goes to four on four, and then Dante goes to five on five. And those happen, those happen, you know, this is you play two on two, you take a few days off, you play two on two, you take a few days off, and and you start adding on to it. So this, in the two on two stuff, in some ways, this is the hardest stuff because you're going one on one, you're really battling. Um, You know, this is, I'm not, I don't have a feeling that there's like some big deal out of this, I think the big deal, but I wasn't there. Um, I think the big deal is the fact that these guys are playing two, the Dante's playing two on two. So uh, that's really exciting. Uh, and I thought that was probably the most important part of that story. Uh, you know, Mio and his tough defenders probably getting into him. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see it. So it's, I don't want to comment any more than that. But uh, uh, the two on two part says that Dante's progressing. Now you monitor, see how he feels. That That's how you find out if he, where he feels his explosion is, what he's feeling like, and um, so that's that's the uh, uh, that's to me that's the good news. The story to me of Friday and the Jazz game against New Orleans, in which the Jazz scored thirty five points in the first, thirty two in the second, was I, I thought there was some really remarkable things that took place. And then uh, we're what I'm going to do on today's show is we are going to go look at. The first three quarters of three-point shots by the Jazz. So we're going to look at every three-point shot they took in the first three quarters. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. It might be the worst podcast ever because that seems to you know, be better to film. And maybe I'll come back and, and take those 29 shots and look at them 
uh, on video, and then I'll have that for you also if we think this sucks. So you'll have to tell me if this works or not. But what blew me away about Friday night was the Jazz went through their regular rotation, so nine, ten guys played. Nine guys really played. Um, in the first three quarters, the unselfish play, 29 assists on 37 field goals. Boyan Bogdanovich was the number one option in Indiana. Donovan was the number one option in Utah. Mike Conley was the number one option in Memphis. These other guys like to shoot too. And yet, the amount of times they made the extra pass and the ball pinged around the gym. Now, they did that in practice last week, and that's when everyone was talking about what an incredible practice they had. Um, But there was some... And New Orleans defense is just awful. Like, it was so bad, and that's part of what you get in this setting is you don't have teams prepared for you. They're not ready for you. And so you can probably do this a little bit more than you could otherwise. So I'm not, as I'm about to get totally excited and go nuts, I also have in the back of my mind that I'm thinking about the fact that this was a preseason game against a team that probably didn't prep. And New Orleans has not been one of the best coach teams in the league down to detail stuff over the years. So... It, it might be a little bit of who you played and how you played them. Uh, but I thought just the, the collective ball movement. And what's more incredible about that, and this is how little they've played together. So Rudy Gobert and, and comes back from France and does not participate every day in training camp. Joe Ingles comes back from Australia and, and the, for the Australian team, doesn't participate. Mike Conley, the Jazz, have been very cautious with just getting him like, there's no need for Mike Conley to go through a full training camp at this point in his career. So you, Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley have played probably two or three times now at full speed with opponents. And yet, here they are working this thing out. Boyan has played, you know, this group, Conley, Donovan, Rudy, Boyan, and, and Royce, who started... They've played very, very little together. Very little. I mean, not like two weeks of training camp. Like, very little. And yet, the ball is just pinging around the gym. It just shows that somehow in training camp, the message has gotten across to these guys that this is who we are. Uh, I talked to Mike Conley after the game. He was just giddy. Just giddy with the possibilities of what this team can do and what the offense does with this personnel. There was a two-play sequence that was just awesome. One of them we'll see here in the three, but I wanted to walk through these two plays, and then we'll go to the film study. The, the play's a high pick and roll between Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert, and the, and the way most teams will guard that is they'll have Rudy Gobert, the guy guarding Rudy Gobert will drop equal to where Rudy Gobert is, slowing down Mike Conley. So they're absorbing Mike Conley as he's coming at you, and they're trying to drop even to Rudy. So as Rudy goes, they back up, they back up to make it so that you can't throw the lob to Rudy and you're also preventing Mike Conley from getting to the rim. The, the Jazz have integrated a play where they then bring a third guy, in this case it was Joe Ingles, and he sets a pick on that big, on the backside of that big. So now, really, Joe Ingles' guy has to pop out to, to deal with Mike Conley, and then it gets confusing, like who's now on Rudy as there's a pick. It's, it's a pretty good play. Uh, teams run it. Some people call it the Spanish pick and roll. Jazz call it something else. So you have each corner filled. Mike Conley's coming off a pick with Rudy Gobert, and you bring Joe Ingles to set a pick on Rudy Gobert's guy. Now Rudy keeps rolling. First time the Jazz ran it, Mike Conley hits Rudy Gobert for a lob, and he dunks it. 
They run it the next play, and now the only thing you can do is if you have a team is you bring a guy off the far corner to deal with Rudy's role, and Mike Conley zings the pass to Donovan Mitchell in the corner for the three. I talked to Mike. I mean, Mike was just giddy about it. He's like, we could have just kept running that. We were going to do it in the preseason, but we could have just kept running that and running it and running it. And Mike Conley is sitting here for the first time in his life running an offensive system that taxes a defense, that forces them to make decisions, and then his job is to read the decision correctly, and it might be what he's great at. He had seven assists and one turnover the other night in 23 minutes. He was just giddy after the game. Just giddy. And the other one is Mike Conley had three wide-open three-point shots the other night. He had 99 for the entire season last year, which means that he had about one a game. So really... Great. All right, we're going to look at 29 three-point shots together and see whether it's just terrible audio podcasting. Telestrators on audio are usually really crappy, but we're going to see if we can do it in a way that's interesting to you, and if not, and it sucks, then I'll go back and I'll try to put it to video for you. Uh, But I thought I'd like to see if it works because it's a nice way to do uh, some content that's different than what everybody else does. And that's what we do at Lockdown Jazz and the Lockdown Podcast Network. Today's show brought to you by Murdoch Chevy. I'm driving the new Chevy Blazer. You know Chevy. I mean, Chevy is Americana. It's been around forever. And you know the Suburban and you know the Tahoe, those great SUVs. You know the Silverado truck and the Colorado truck that have become the staples to what Chevy is. They reintroduced the Blazer. I'm driving it right now. It is a four-door you know, five-seater SUV with a lot of trunk space. It drives really solid. Both the Equinox and the Blazer from a Chevy standpoint that I've driven recently were impressive for these reasons. One, really quiet. Two, really solid. Three, good pickup. Four, felt as though like I w- it had complete control uh, and was very safe and solid. And then five, I thought all of the kind of mechanisms inside the car are intuitive and really easy to deal with. So very impressively built. Then head over to Murdoch. The Murdochs in Utah have been together for 90-plus years as Murdoch has been uh, selling Chevys out in Woods Cross and in Utah, the Murdoch family, for years and years and years. So check it out. Out at Murdoch Chevy over in Woods Cross, also up in Logan. It is Murdoch Chevy, and try that new blazer. All right, here we go. Here we go. 29 three-point shots, courtesy of NBA.com. Three minutes in. First I killed the audio. All right, so here we go. First one is just, this is the sum up. Jazz get an offensive rebound. Gobert kicks it to the left side to Bogdanovich. He's probably got a shot. He rotates to Donovan. Donovan rotates to Royce. Royce gets a wide open three. Royce shoots 40% on catch and shoot wide open threes. He hits it. All right, our next one. Jazz running, uh, and there's some signatures here to Quinn's offense. Both corners are filled. Bogdanovich comes off an elbow curl with Gobert, steps behind the three-point line, comes back the other way with Rudy as Boyan beginning to learn how to use Rudy for all he's worth. He works to the right side. I don't really like uh, New Orleans' defense at all. Rudy's now rolling down the middle of the lane. uh, New Orleans is playing favors up even to the ball, so they have to bring a third guy in to deal with Rudy's role, and now Donovan's in the left corner. Mike Conley's at the top. They're both wide open, and so Boyan goes to Mike Conley for a wide-open three. I mean, it's just fundamental spacing every single time the Jazz come down. Okay, quick transition. Boyan 
Royce has it. He could probably pull for an early three. Zion Williamson's not very good in transition defense. Boyan fills the right corner. Conley fills the other corner. Boyan's open quickly. And with almost no time expired on the shot clock, the Jazz get a field goal. And this is one area where they're going to be. So 17 on the shot clock. The Jazz get a three-point shot from Boyan Bogdanovich in the right corner. And this is where the Jazz are going to be very different this year because Boyan used 20% of his possessions last year in transition. All right, now we're at 544 left in the first. The Jazz don't even have the crazy momentum yet. But here it is again. Uh, Jeff Green's in the right corner. Mike Conley's in the left corner. Both corners are filled. Donovan Mitchell, high pick and roll with Rudy Gobert, coming to the right side with Boyan lifted to that side. Donovan comes off the pick. They're playing the, they're trying to drop their big. Rudy gets a step on. Mealy doesn't know how to play, so Zion, who doesn't know how to play defense yet, steps in to try to help with Rudy. So Jeff Green's wide open in the right corner, and Jeff Green Buries the three on a beautiful pass from Donovan. Great read by Donovan right there. Some of this is your ball handlers have to make the read. But the other thing is it gets easy. Here we are again. Joe Ingles right corner. Donovan Mitchell left corner. Boyan lifted. Same exact set. Donovan Mitchell off a of Rudy Gobert pick. Donovan comes to the right. Rudy rolls. Donovan decides he needs one. Crosses over. Pull back. Not a very good shot off the bounce. Donovan's not a good three-point shooter off the bounce. And Donovan misses. Okay. That's not a great three. But in the third, well, the Jazz was taking about 47% of their shots as threes, and they were all pretty good. Okay, Jazz come down. Now we have what the Jazz call the blender. Royce O'Neal comes down to the right side of the floor. He drives the lane. We pause it. Donovan Mitchell's gone to the left corner, because, and he's open because Ed Davis is still at the basket, and Jeff Green is lifted on the right side. New Orleans, for some reason, has two players to the ball. A lot of this is that New Orleans was terrible, by the way. And Donovan Mitchell's wide open in the left corner for a catch-and-shoot three, and he hits it. But that's the drive. That's now the ability of almost all of our guys to put the ball on the floor and drive and then to stay spaced correctly, and we hit. So this is just in the first quarter. Still in the first quarter. Now we run a little bit of a different set. We're going to go play the right side of the floor, pick and roll. All three guys are all three other guys are on the left side of the floor. Ingles is at the top, Jeff Green's angle left, Royce O'Neal's Neal's in the corner. Ed Davis, Donovan comes off the baseline with a pick toward the middle with Ed Davis. As he gets into the middle lane, New Orleans cuts into lane, and they have three guys in the paint that have overly shifted. So Donovan can find either Royce O'Neal or Jeff Green. Bullets a pass to Royce O'Neal, wide open corner three, and Royce misses. Again, great read. Also, perfect spacing. Back, Mike Conley's back in the ballgame. Mike Conley takes a long dribble, drives in the lane. They bring two defenders to him. How he sees this, I have no idea. But Royce O'Neal pulls back on the... uh, Mike Conley came from the right side into the lane, so back to the right side with everything going left, and Mike Conley throws an incredible pass to Royce O'Neal, catches it, and hits the three. That's just Mike Conley being great. Now we're in transition. Mike Conley just decides to rise and fire for three and misses. Okay, off the bounce three. Good. I don't mind playing in transition. I don't mind Mike Conley with that three. Uh, Turns out we probably don't, against this game, we wouldn't need to do it. 8-19 left in the second quarter. Here we are again. Both corners filled. Donovan left side, Royce far side. Joe Ingles left hand this time, so now he's working the left side of the floor off an Ed Davis pick. Gets in the lane. New Orleans suffocates in. Zion has no idea where to go. Kick out to Royce O'Neal straight away. Three, good. 
a lot of this is New Orleans is terrible. I love New Orleans' team. I am hoping this is not an indicator. All right, this is one of my favorite plays we're running. Let me see if I can really describe this. Similar to a moment ago where I said, okay, we're not playing from the top anymore. We're loading. We're putting all the shooters on one side of the floor and playing pick and roll on the other. But it's a little different. Boyan starts down at the left baseline. Donovan's got the ball at the top. O'Neal's space, or Jeff Green's space to the right, and it looks like maybe Royce O'Neal's in the far corner. I think that's right. It could be Mike Conley. I can't really tell. Rudy Gobert goes and sets a pin down pick in the left near the left baseline, more kind of on the left wing for Boyan Bogdanovich. As Boyan Bogdanovich comes off the pick, he gets the pass. So it's almost a pick and roll, except for he's coming with momentum and then gets the pass, and his defender has to be trailing. So now he catches. There's no one on the left side of the floor, so Rudy is rolling open to the basket on the left side. There are shooters in Boyan's visage in the left, right corner, right top, right angle, and then Donovan's lifted the top. So Boyan catches, puts down two dribbles, gets in the lane. J.J. Redick leaves Royce uh, Donovan Mitch, or, oh, leaves Royce O'Neal in the corner. Royce is wide open in the right corner. He bypassed. This is where we now get to. So early, everything we've talked about so far has just come on kind of regular. Now all of a sudden, these guys start pinging it. This is where the night just changed the other night. So now Royce O'Neal has it. He's hit a few. He bypasses. Or maybe that, excuse me, Mike Conley gets it. He bypasses to Royce O'Neal. He bypasses it up to Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is wide open to the top, misses the three. But boom, everyone touches. Everyone moves it. Incredible. Absolutely remarkable. Next possession, uh, next three, transition. Royce O'Neal brings up on the right side. Boyan runs to the far corner for a wide open Transition three, 18 on the shot clock. He missed it, but that's where he is different than people expect. He gets 20% of his possessions in transition. Okay, very similar set to what we've talked about earlier. Left side of the floor. Shooters spaced all the way around the right side of the floor. Mike Conley, who is not left-handed, actually, just plays basketball left-hand, so he can come either hand. Same exact thing, but this time he's handled the whole way. He goes down very much like Tony Parker used to with Tim Duncan. Gets the same pick from Rudy Gobert. So he's coming with his right hand toward the middle with three shooters on the right side of the floor. He comes around. He gets to the free throw line. Rudy's rolling. Their biggest, they've got a third guy in to stop Rudy's roll. So somebody's got to be open. They have this space pretty well. We're not spaced as well as usual. Conley takes the extra dribble. Joe Ingles comes in and sets a back pick on the guy who's supposed to be guarding Bojan Bogdanovich. Wide open three. What an unselfish play by Joe Ingles right there that could have led. Joe could have stayed there and got the three. Instead, he comes in and backpicks Boyan's guy, so Boyan's wide open for three. Okay, here's the play I talked about earlier. High pick and roll Mike Conley with Rudy Gobert, and then Joe Ingles is going to set the back pick on Jackson Hayes, who's a rookie. Both corners are filled. Mike Conley rolls this time. Jason Hart or Josh Hart has to come over because Rudy got a dunk on the previous play. So Conley on a skip pass, Donovan Mitchell three left side and the game's easy. I mean, this is where Mike Conley's just laughing. Here we go again. Is this any good? Hope this is good. This is just a sign. Now, New Orleans, again, their preparation didn't seem very good. Their youth showed up. A lot of things here. High pick and roll, Mike Conley. 
Bojan is in the left corner. Joe Ingles is in the right corner. Donovan's kind of in no man's land. So Donovan runs Bojan out of the left corner. Bojan rotates up. Mike Conley comes off the Rudy Gobert pick, and he splits the pick, which we have not had a lot of people do. Mike Conley did this a few times the other night. Splitting the pick. You split the pick. That leaves two guys behind you. He's now got a four-on-three with Rudy trailing. He swings it to the left side. Bojan has it, taps it to Donovan. Donovan misses the left corner three. But again, we're beginning to see the ball just ping, 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 ping. Final play of the half. Nothing really. Mike Conley takes a three. It's not a good shot. So let's go to the third quarter. And the ball is now starting to just bounce around the building. And this is what was so remarkable to me is here's this team that's not been together at all, and they start doing this on a regular basis. All right, so second half we'll look at uh, coming up and look at those final threes from the third quarter here in just a second. Today's show is brought to you in part by Homie. Homie is revolutionizing the real estate world in Utah and Phoenix and other places as well, and it's a great opportunity for you. I've told you many, many times about how Homie lets you sell your house and gives you uh, for a set fee of $1,500. Well, Homie also can buy any home for you. You've seen all the funny, bright teal billboards around town. Well, guess what? There's a lot of seriousness behind the fun, bright teal billboards. And what it is, the seriousness is saving you money. They'll give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. That's right. Homie will refund $5,000 back so that you can buy more home with your money. It's simple. Tech lock, text LOCK to 88588. That's LOCK to 88588. And you'll be connected with a homie agent to help find your dream home, tour homes, make offers, negotiate the best deal, and work to get you $5,000 back. Homie.com. Go text LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, to 88588 and see what homie can do for you both buying and selling your home. All right, let's get back to the third quarter now. So Jazzer scored six, you know. We're, so first play, pick and roll, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert. We've got Royce O'Neal, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich. The thing that's so interesting to me here, just, all right, with this lineup, you've got three guys who are used to handling the ball that were all leading scorers on their team last year. How do you keep them all happy? You keep them all happy by knowing that they'll be in their spaces, they'll place, and everyone get everybody the ball. That's, and the Jazz shot it brilliantly. They went 16 of 29 from three. I mean, these were like warm-up shots. So Favors doesn't start the second half, so they don't have very good defensive teams. And if Favors is not right, New Orleans is not going to be as good as I think they are. Uh, They really need Favors, and Favors didn't, you know, his body looked okay. Um This, to me, I thought was maybe one of the most important plays of the whole game. And I talked to Mike about this for a long time afterwards. So what are the teams going to do to guard us? So if you're going to, if you trap Mike Conley, if you, if you drop the big, like I think they suspect, then you just have Mike Conley working his floater or trying to get to the window or lobbing to Rudy. And it's hard. That's, that's the most common. You play the big kind of at Mike Conley and bother him and bring two to him. We've shown in the first half here that the Jazz are just going to riddle Anyone who traps them, their spacing is too good. You can't cover enough of the floor. Their ball movement is too good. They're committed to ball movement. They, they will kill you. Okay? They will, they will absolutely annihilate you. Um, so what a, the other choice is Mike Conley's little, and so you trap him. 
and force Rudy Gobert to make plays at 15 feet. I, I think we're going to see this a lot, where teams blitz Mike Conley up the pick and roll, ball gets to Rudy at 15 feet, and now seven foot one Rudy has to make a play. That's what happened here, not with very good, with Lonzo Ball's good defender, but with Melly, who's not a particularly good defender. And they give it to Rudy. Now somebody has to come over, because or else it's an EVC slam dunk. J.J. Reddick slides over, out of the corner. Rudy has to put the ball down. They're hugging the strong side quarter with Brandon Ingram on Boyan, and Donovan Mitchell's in the left corner. Royce O'Neal's at the top. This, to me, is we're going to see a lot of. So Zion's trying to guard two guys. Rudy reads it beautifully, throws a pass up top to O'Neal. O'Neal touch pass swings to Donovan. Donovan penetrates the lane and kicks up top to Mike Conley for a wide open three. How good is that? Mini plan tickets are available. I mean, I am telling you, go to utahjazz.com and get your tickets. In fact, if you're still listening to this and you send me a message at that locked on sports, I'll get you two for tonight. I mean, seriously, if you're still staying with me long enough for this much video and think it's worthwhile and think it's any good, but go to utahjazz.com and get your tickets. Single game tickets are on sale. Mini game plan tickets are on sale. October 26th is the throwback pack. I mean, just be a part of this because that is just stupid basketball right there. Double team Conley. Rudy rotates to O'Neal. O'Neal gives it to Donovan. Donovan penetrates and kicks to Mike Conley, who's wide open. And you, the, the TV crew did a great job, got a shot of the bench right away, and everyone's loving it. It's, I mean, this is just basketball. Okay, here we go again. High pick and roll. Mike Conley with Rudy Gobert. Boyan's lifted on the left side. I think O'Neal's in the right side. Donovan's in the near corner. Conley comes off the Gobert pick, splits the double team. Some of this is that their bigs are terrible. Splits the double team. Gets in the lane. Zion's got to come to help, right? So he swings to the corner to Royce. Royce touch pass to Boyan. Wide open three. Boyan for three. I mean, crazy. Crazy stuff. Just read, Conley reads everything perfectly. Again, before we go totally crazy here, New Orleans was terrible. I mean, they're back, they're back up big if it's really uh, Melly can't, can't defend. Okay, uh, here's uh, what I think is the play we talked about earlier, Boyan coming around, and on this one, just we see it again. Boyan gets into the paint, Rudy's sealed, Boyan's got the ball about eight feet out, cross-court pass to Conley, Conley touch pass to Donovan, Donovan misses a three. Quick action here, Mike Conley penetrates on a full side on the left side of the floor, he beats his man. Brandon Ingram's the only guy left. He has to leave Boyan in the corner. I mean, that's just like, that's so easy. It's ridiculous. Boyan misses the three. You don't make them all. Here's the same play we've talked about before. Jazz load up the far side of the floor. Donovan Mitchell's on the near side, low, below the dotted line uh, in the key. Rudy Gobert comes and sets a pick. Donovan brings a left-hand dribble over. They're going to play two guys on the ball because they don't want Donovan to be free. They bring a third guy into the pick-and-roll coverage in Lonzo Ball. So now something's open. Joe Ingles is trying to set the back pick again because he's that unselfish. Donovan gets in the lane, kicks it to Mike Conley in the left corner. Wide open three hits it. 
Nice play by Joe Ingles. Again, he doesn't get any credit for these things, but that's how you have a plus-minus that's that good. 5-13 left in the third. Rudy Gobert's at the top. Joe Ingles comes to get it. We run Joe Ingles' Rudy Gobert pick and roll with each corner filled. I mean, there's some fundamentals here that are just so damn good, and it makes it hard to play us. Donovan far side, Jeff Green near side, Bojan is there. Donovan, Joe is, is lifted, free throw line extended on the far side with Joe Ingles going that direction. He brings the left-hand dribble, underhand scoop to Bojan. Rudy's rolling down the middle of the lane wide open. Bojan is going to throw it to Rudy, so the defense collapses on Rudy, except for Bojan skips a pass over the top of Rudy to Jeff Green, who's wide open. I mean, that is a great pass. Rudy could have been open for the dunk, but they saw it coming, so they started to rotate, and when they rotated, he flips it all the way to the far corner for Jeff Green for a three. And there's also a level here where when someone's making the not natural pass, it's super impressive. Okay, Donovan pick and roll with Rudy. This is off angle left a little bit. Both corners are filled. Jeff Green is lifted. Handoff. Donovan dribbles it into the corner with Bojan comes to get it. Okay, so it's just a little quick flip to Bojan. He then comes off the Gobert pick toward the middle. Now Donovan is back in the left corner. Like, it's just Quinn's system is incredible. He comes in, he spaces it perfectly. Joe Ingles is in the near corner. Jeff Green is lifted. Bojan comes off the pick. They double-team Bojan. Rudy's rolling. Rudy's going to be open. J.J. Redick is so dead to rights here, it's stunning. He's stuck in the middle of the lane. Rudy Gobert is rolling. Jeff Ingles is open in the corner. He's down in the crouch, but he's irrelevant. Bojan bullets a pass to Joe Ingles for three. He misses. Who cares? It's just perfect basketball. Now Ed Davis is in instead of Rudy. This is the same play the Jazz ran earlier. Ingles will run off a pick and roll with Ed Davis at the top. Jeff Green's in the middle of the lane. He'll move George Niang up by going into that corner. Royce O'Neal will lift. Ed Davis gets the bounce pass early, like we talked about earlier with Rudy Gobert, because they double-teamed Joe Ingles. So now it's a, somewhat of a four-on-three. Ed Davis takes a step in the lane, throws a hook pass back behind him to an open Royce O'Neal for three. These guys have not played together have only learned this system in a week, and the spacing and the togetherness is so great that they're just finding wide-open shooters on every single possession. It's just awesome. Then here's a neat little twist. Jeff Green can actually play in the post and dribble a bit. So he puts Jeff Green in the the post left side, cross-court pass from Green to Ingles, taps pass to... George Niang, right corner, and then Jackson Hayes is just slow closing out, and George misses. But it's, that's old-school basketball. But this got silly. I mean, they're just swinging it and swinging it and swinging it. And with guy, and the bench is loving it, and the contagiousness of all of this comes. Final one. I love this play. This is a neat, this is a neat set the Jazz run. Uh, it's kind of what most people call their horn set. But the, this is where the Jazz are really interesting. So, George Niang is lifted a little bit out of the right corner. Donovan Mitchell's on the far side in the left corner. Ed Davis, Joe Ingles are on the elbows, which is the horns. And Royce O'Neal brings the ball up. Okay, there's the first thing. So, Royce O'Neal's now bringing the ball up. Royce O'Neal flips it to Joe Ingles at the right elbow. Immediately runs a UCLA cutoff. Joe Ingles gets the ball back. That's a hard guard. So, what has to happen is Joe Ingles' guy has to immediately switch onto Royce O'Neal because Royce has a step on his guy. 
So Royce drives. They kind of make the adjustment. Royce can probably lay this up and in. Instead, Royce throws a pass to the corner to Jeff Green, who hits a three. But that's just another variation on it. So anyway, there it is. There is every three-point shot the Jazz took uh, in a film study. Hopefully it was worthwhile. Hopefully you liked it. Uh, It was pretty cool. Uh, Rejecting the Screen is the new show on the NBA channel. Uh, and that is available for you, so make sure you go grab that. Uh, that The new one uh, comes out this week, and Sam Mitchell will be their guest as well. Uh, Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure men's brand. Uh, start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com on entering Locked On at checkout. Previews are up. Today is the Southwest Division. Rockets, Mavericks, Spurs, Grizzlies, all at Locked On NBA. If you didn't hear the Pacific Division, then go hear that. But right now, tell your smart device to play most recent episode of podcast Locked on NBA. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in.